a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Get this thing rolling. Bring a song and a smile for the banjo. I'll bring it in. Bring it in. Welcome. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. Uh, you can always catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I was looking at one of our, speaking of, looking at one of our uh, podcast outlets. You know, we're in all the podcast outlets. We put the show up there uh, each week. And one of the outlets, it I, I, I thought, how many shows are on here? And it's like five years or something worth of shows. I mean, there's. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours in, uh, of the outdoor zone. So, 3,091 3, episodes. 3,091 hours? Episodes. Oh, epi- which would be? Uh, hourly segments. Yeah. We put an hour on there each one. Yeah. Wow. I mean, for the super fan. You'll never run out of hearing me, your host, Cody Ryan, you know, your favorite probably, uh, TJ is, I, I don't know what he's doing. Where is he? Why? I, I don't know where he, I mean, he's here sometimes and then he's not and he keeps <laughs> showing up. I don't, I don't really understand what's like going the on. Ghost of Mr. Chicken or something. He logged in yeah. as uh TJ McGillicuddy. So he's undercover today. He's down on the yeah. down low, right? So we really don't know what the status is. And if he's there, maybe he'll speak up. He'll probably but, poke uh, his head in the door, in yeah. the screen door, and start yelling at some point. Oh, He was just, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> there no, we go. Like a, here we go. You sound like a, you kind of you made a noise there for a second. But uh, and then beefsteak, beefsteak in with us here in the bunkhouse. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, 
Who do we got twisting wires back? Oh there? man, that it's was... Chad. Rad Chad, oh. as you called him. <laughs> He's never heard that before. Man, that <laughs> no, is, we got uh, the super pro on the board today. I mean, this super, guy knows every trick. He's been, man, it's like he's been twisting wires and putting <clears throat> these coat hangers back together longer than we've mm-hmm. been around. That's right. He's made the magic happen for a long time. Let's say he walked to school uphill both ways, barefooted to radio. <laughs> connections with with snow in austin wow yeah yeah incredible both ways hey man yesterday i wanted to tell you all about something uh i went out to the deer and set up deer camp out in mason you went out to the deer lease lease yeah well we're calling it deer camp now okay okay We're, we're switching things around a little bit purpose for that uh just to make it more campy you know, <clears throat> more when, campy. Yeah. And less, uh, see when you associate, when you say lease, you associate money with it. So every time we talk about it in front of our wives, it's like cha-ching, ching, but deer camp, mm, you know, that's just a camp. Wait, we got to talk about that for a second. <laughs> we, that is, that is, I it, don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Well, why do you, I mean she's fully supportive, but right. it's just like so a little. Why does it matter? It's just like a little razor cut. Just another one. Like mm, I'm gonna get on QVC today. Y'all have like I'm, the best deal on a deer lease in all of history. Yes. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Y'all, you can't you can't get a membership to go swim at that pool in your neighborhood <laughs> for less. Then you go deer hunt all year. I uh, know we, but explain explaining that every time you talk about it, you know, and rebuttaling that. So it was like, you know what? It is deer camp. She can't, she can't go get her hair did like twice a year for what y'all pay for that deer <laughs> lease. As, as we say, don't, don't talk about it too much. Right. But yes. Yeah, so we went out and set up quote deer camp. Yesterday, we got a new hunter, a friend of mine, that goes to our, uh, you know, KOZ and does Tuesday night stuff. We brought him on. Sorry, Cody. Sorry. Didn't yeah, invite you. I, we had an open spot. And, mm. Wasn't it uh, myself and TJ, the one that brought it to you to to begin with? Yeah, you should treat me better. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll ask you next time. But, but, the, I, but, I mean, we brought it to you. Well, like. Here's this opportunity. I'm not sure you brought it. We're not going to do it right now, but here's this opportunity, Beefsteak. And so it seems, I mean, only logical. It seems only logical that you would be like, hey, we've had an opening. And since y'all were the original ones who told us about this opportunity, maybe, you know, we wanted to turn it back to maybe see if this is a better time for you. If you wanted to join us on this fantastic deer lease but i didn't i didn't ever hear that I no man that that story gets different every year that you tell it <sighs> I, I remember as being first refusal but the point being well you two can shoot deer off your back porch while you're drinking coffee or spitting in a cup i mean that's not true i don't have a whole lot of giant bucks showing up anymore okay at my, at my house I got a major problem here. So what I was going to say is that, man, it was so cool. I'm going to call it grounding. It was so grounding to get out 
to the to the to the de- to deer camp do the setup it was hot it was dusty it was humid we were uh chainsawing shooting lanes we were setting up this new guy's stuff um just all over the place doing hard work but it was so incredibly grounding i felt like a new improved beefsteak when i left after a full day of work man 7 a.m to 5 p.m I've got so many questions, but first I want to tell you <laughs> okay. that uh, you've made a mistake if the first thing you didn't do was go get your scope tightened by professionals oh. at McBride's Guns. Uh, with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops. The ones we trust with our constitutional rights, that's McBride's Guns. They're Austin's family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer. They've got a gunsmith right there on site that will adjust, tighten your scopes, modify your firearms, uh, just the way you need it done right there. You can't get that done just anywhere. So go see our friends at McBride's. You know, they are in the same place. They've been there for years and years and years. The, the staple there in Austin, Texas, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 512-472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns. Yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. I want so, to tell you about a, a another crisis. All right, no, and, uh, no, no, yeah, no, stop! I stop, stop. <laughs> Too much. Uh, you just got things set up at the deer lease. Yeah, season starts in like a week. Well, okay, I'll give you that one. What uh, have you been doing? For the last six months six months yeah oh six well, months you know i pulled we pulled the final you know get every make sure everything's working good make sure all the cameras are working make sure that uh all the snakes are out of uh you know the out of your deer blind you know and so you fill don't it do up, that fill like up over the, feeder. the summer that's not like summer work we like go a, no, a summer work weekend. We go over uh, once it w- once during the summer, and go out there. But man, I'm a busy man. You know me. I got stuff going on all over the place. I got so many fingers and so many well uh, irons yeah, and so yeah. many fires. Uh, but there's certain things that are priority, and setting up deer camp the week before deer season starts. Well, archery. I just don't. I don't understand. If deer it's season gun starts season, in one week. Deer season starts in one week. I don't care what weapon your weapon of choice is. It starts in one week. Use all the weapons proficiently, and you get to hunt every day of the season. I I can't I can't deny that. I cannot deny that. And next year, I will take that into consideration. Under your you, tutelage, you've bow hunted, and yeah, dude, you thought it was incredible. It is incredible. Right. It is. I got I got a new spot set up right there. It's about eighteen yards. Um, you know, it's on the same thing. See, so you've got a bow, yeah, set up. So deer season starts here in Texas in one week. I and I could go do it now. Yeah, I sent my father-in-law out there and got him to get everything set up for the last. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute! You did what? <laughs> you set your father-in-law. Uh, I I don't yeah. have a nice father-in-law like you do. 
I don't have one at all. <sighs> well, so tell me uh, what else you were you were going into something else, and I cut you off. <clears throat> well, I was just going to tell you appalled that appalled that this happens every year, and yet you haven't learned your lesson. Okay, carry on. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> we feel like the my like I'm back in uh, in English class with Mrs. Cahoots. And well, uh, she's giving me a hard time about breaking down the English. Apparently, Mrs. Cahoots didn't do her job because you're still showing up late to deer season. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, deer corn prices, man. OMG. Even if uh, Bucky's, who would do everything, was still like over $10, they'll, yeah, they'll match have you anything. Been? Where have you? That's what I'm saying. I was where waiting for it to go. Summer? I was waiting for it to go down again. Yeah, well, it's not. And, you know, like gas prices or something, and it maybe it's permanent. You know, maybe it's a good excuse. But I tell you what, isn't a mistake, and that's taking your car to Sun Automotive. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place that you bring your vehicle any time it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You ready to take it over there? I go to 405 West Slaughter Lane, or you can always take go to 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook uh, for great maintenance tips and specials every week. You just go to sunautoservice.com. Coming up, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we've got all your favorite segments. Maybe TJ will come back. I don't know where he went. But it's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. And surprise guest with us with Niall Maxwell Super Center. I I have lost all my compass is totally broken. <laughs> I have no idea where, how, or what. Everything that rides along with me in my saddlebags was left at the ranch. And now I gotta figure out how to get my saddlebags back from the ranch with all my gear in them. I guess if I had to, I'd jump in my Nile Maxwell Ram and ride on over there. For the third year in a row, the number one drive appeal among light-duty trucks is the Ram. Uh, we're making our huge inventory of hundreds of new Rams even better for the number one from the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in Central Texas. Dial the Nile Maxwell 
dealership at Nile Maxwell Power Days. <laughs> Truckloads of the new 2022 crew cabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars, heavy duties. It doesn't matter what kind of Ram you want. It's in our, we have that in our inventory and we're ready for you. At the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep brand dealer in Austin, Texas, come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or see all the savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Holy so, cow, that was painful. It, that was hard. Man, yeah, it was interesting. Let's put it that way. Guys, painful for you guys, too. It was interesting. Well, it, the, the upside <laughs> is that, uh, the upside is that, uh, you know, people get to hear your lovely voice this morning, and Niall Maxwell's a great supporter of the Outdoor Zone. But we were in, uh, or I went to the Red River for the Bassmaster Open, Bassmaster Open Series event that ended yesterday. Uh, this is one of the ones that I, I couldn't get into to fish on the professional side. We've talked about that before. Uh, I fished on the boater side or professional side, whatever, uh, in a couple other leagues and the Bassmaster opens were full filled up so fast. I took myself off the waiting list and decided to fish as a co-angler just for these couple of tournaments. Hmm. Very interesting experience. Uh, that is, it's just an interesting experience to go and having run my boat for the past decade and jump in somebody else's boat for them to make the decisions where we're going to fish and what we're going to do. Um, after a decade of making those decisions myself, it was just, it's just, a, it's just interesting experience. So, uh, make it, it was down to painful, the, wasn't it? It was it painful. Was, it, it's very <laughs> difficult. Were yes. you humble enough to like be the servant leader that, you know, falls into that position of just being a good lieutenant and helping the guy, helping him out. And how long yeah. did that take to get to that point? When he did, uh, he say, "Make me a sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> Woo! No, they didn't order me to make him sandwiches, but uh, no, it happened immediately because I, you know, I just, I just sit there like a good little boy and in the passenger seat of somebody else's boat. Um. But it's, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting to watch um, other people fish. It's interesting to see how they operate in their mind versus, you know, points of time where I've been operating in that same place of mind. It's, you know, from a competitive standpoint, it's a very interesting place to sit after having been in the driver's seat for so many years to sit in that passenger seat and watch somebody else do the same thing. So they're make the same decision, decision, very interesting, right? The decision-making process, right? Right. It's just a, it's an interesting place to sit Hmm. having been on both sides, you know, obviously I, I thought it was, I thought there was a whole bunch there to experience. And, uh, I was telling you, you gotta really be thinking about what it is, why it is that you are, uh, put in that position because there's so much to think about, you know, like how this guy's making decisions and how do I make my decisions? And, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of bandwidth there, but you know, that had to be tough. Like, Oh dude, if you just turn in that cove, right. Turn, wait, wait, no, you're going past the cove. Yeah. I mean, there, well, there's anything. 
Yeah, no, and I don't. I, I, you know, that's part of the interesting part is to see how they operate and see if they pick up on certain things. You know, it's easy to it's it's the old uh, what do they call it armchair quarterback. You know, it's easy for me to sit there and see where I would have made a decision different or see how they react in situations for because I don't have the pressure on me. I mean, really, I don't have the pressure of trying to qualify for the Bassmaster Elite Series or the Bassmaster Classic, any of that. I'm just, I'm merely just there. You know, we don't compete against them. You know, the the co-anglers are competing on their own. And so it's just a weird, it's just a weird deal. Um, but very interesting to watch and see Keith Boche, not a name, uh, not a name that is unfamiliar in those parts. Um, he ended up winning yesterday the event in his small uh, 18-foot aluminum boat, getting into some backwaters that he found with a drone prior to to uh, practice. Uh, found some backwaters with a drone. And then, interesting part, I kind of had mixed feelings with. So, uh, a Bassmaster event, it, he... Uh, Keith Poche has a, an aluminum boat, you know, to get in these really, it's on the Red River. This event's on the Red River, if I hadn't mentioned that, which is lots of backwater, shallow stuff. After the major floods a couple of years ago, it's gotten like, you know, extremely difficult to get into certain little areas and backwater areas. Well, he has an aluminum boat, found this area with a drone flying a drone and then figured out how he could get back in there did it during the event leading the event going into the final day and uh he goes to show up on the final day and somebody had pu uh, pulled and dropped in big rocks in the little <laughs> uh uh area that he had been going through somebody had taken and pushing pushing big rocks into the little cut in the area that he was using to get into. You think it was another angler or do you think it was a, someone that lived on that cove or prop property? There's nobody lives in this area, of the red river. Oh man. No. Who would do that? That is so cold. It is. And, and that was the thing he got on his Instagram account. I guess you can get on your social media accounts in Bassmaster and, uh, does a video rant like a video rant on his uh, Instagram, you know, like who's, I just want to show everybody, you know, somebody did this, whether it's a local or another competitor or whatever. So very interesting. <laughs> Where the heck did they get the rock, man, to give, what? It's a yeah, lot it's, of work. A lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a very weird deal. But he ended up getting in there, winning the tournament, and uh, Greg Hackney came in second. So, all right, hey, Altrue Health and you were found with shovels in the back of your truck. <laughs> no. Dirty fingernails. Health Share. Finding affordable, top quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self employed. But Altrua Health Share is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua Health Share is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Altrua Health Share. Uh, members contribute each month to a uh, membership escrow account eligible 
medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's exactly how it works. And that's how simply it works. I know because my family is covered by Altru HealthShare. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altru HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up next, we've got your uh, news of the weird. If it hadn't been weird yet, we'll get there. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You're an outdoor guy, and you're looking for a way to give back. Aldo Leopold said, I'm glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. Hey, folks, it's TJ Graney with Kids Outdoor Zone. If you'd like more information on starting a hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure ministry in your church or to send a boy to an outdoor adventure camp, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. K-O-Z, no kid left inside. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. My name is is TJ Craney. (laughs) You want him. Man. I've Bye. been you're repeating. You're re- just reading right off the prompter what it says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who put TJ on the teleprompter? Oh, they're my clapping goodness. for you. I'm Cody Ryan sitting in with me. Uh, TJ Graney. He is sitting here um, with some minor, minor uh, issues. That So if he sounds funny, it's, well, it's normal, I guess. Well, there's there's nothing minor about my issues, and they've been <laughs> around forever. So, yeah, everybody's yeah. pretty much used to them by now. Beefsteak sitting in the bunkhouse. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, hey, if you're looking for that perfect truck or SUV and you can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell GMC will sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that best suits your needs here's how simple it is you'll walk in you sit down with one of our professional grade experts gmc experts build the exact truck that you want and then you'll receive our pre-order discount it's super easy nile maxwell gmc exit 256 in round rock or you can check them out online nilemaxwellgmc.com see dealer for details because we are professional grade all right now it's time for this week's news of the weird huh wild weird strange and crazy things can happen in the outdoors we seek them out and bring them to you each and every week it's time for the outdoor zones outdoor news of the weird I've got uh, I've got a couple news of the weirds this week, but we'll start out with the uh, one that I sent you guys, or actually Beefsteak uh, sent to all of us. But I issued in our our show prep here a Colorado native, Carl Carlson, a Colorado native, had been preparing to climb the Keyhole route in Longs Peak with his friends for more than a month. The Keyhole is about a mile from the summit of Long's Peak, 
While it's one of the more heavily trafficked routes, it's anything but easy. Once you kind of pop through the keyhole, the wind just smacks you in the face, and it was blowing snow, pretty nasty. The rock was iced up. Although Carlson and his three friends started their trek at 3.30 a.m. to avoid the bad weather, it still found them. Um, so they they made it to this. Do you have you TJ? Have you heard of this area? This keyhole? Yeah, Long's Peak and Keyhole. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't understand what it is. I I mean, is it like a tunnel that you're that they're climbing? No, it's it's just like a rock area where you go through uh, through a, a rock that's it's uh, got a kind of a hole in it. It's it's not a tunnel in any way shape or form it's just kind of a rock structure and you just kind of go through it and it looks like a keyhole for an old door so they get through it and uh we kind of looked up and i think one of us said is that a boot (laughs) and another person said i think that's a pack carlson said then it kind of hit us oh my gosh that's a person, and that's a body. Carlson said they began to frantically shout at the man, hoping for a response, but none came. Cell service was limited. He said calls to search and rescue would ring, but failed to connect. He had a GPS device, a Garmin inReach, but uh, he admitted he hesitated to press the SOS button. Fortunately, help was already on the way. Search and rescue crews with the National Parks and uh, Park Service were approaching from the ground, and Carlson City had spotted a crew in a helicopter searching for a place to land. We were flagging the helicopter, jumping up and down, throwing our hands in the air. Uh, he said he was astonished by the effort rescuers put into the rescue mission, especially considering the conditions. That's a whole nother level. Uh, these people are incredible. I definitely recommend donating to local search and rescue groups. Carlson said, uh, he asked the rescuers about not pushing the, or about the SOS button and whether he should have used it. And they said, don't ever hesitate. If there's an emergency on the mountain, use the button. I thought that was an interesting bit of advice. Um, if there's, if you come across a body, on the mountain, push the SOS button. Well, you don't have to just find a body. I mean, there's plenty of reasons. The yeah, a broken get, ankle. The hikers get lost. You know, you get dehydrated. Somebody goes down. There's, the, but then uh, you get embarrassed and you don't want to push it, right? I mean, that would. Well, the part and the reason why I thought that was important is because that that guy was asking a really good question. You know, does it really work? And uh, the deal is a lot of times ego gets in the way of like, I can do this and you know, I'm not going to push that button and have that whole contraption go into motion. Uh, but I can tell you being a hiker and being around these situations, I carry an in reach, uh, the, and the reason why there's, he's, he's so right saying donate to the local search and rescue is because it happens all the time. Search and rescue are going up there all the time. That's what they do. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to take a chance that you get to a point where you can't, where they can't get in. It gets dark. They, you know, you got to stay overnight. There's, there's a lot of reasons. And um, so I, I, I thought that was a, 
great. And I, it doesn't really say what was up with the guy, whether he was hurt or not. It, it sounds like he got hypothermia mm -hmm. because he started taking off his boots and his, you know, he just lost his mind from hypothermia. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, those uh, in reach is great. There's some, some devices out there like it, but I think that's what they're saying is that um, a lot of times, man, you just, you get out there, especially hypothermia because you go crazy. You, I mean, you start stripping your clothes off. You don't know what's going on. I mean, you get in those bad situations. So many jokes there, but you know, it happens in not just cold, right? I mean, in Texas, you know, you hear people even in Enchanted right. Rock where they get That's dehydrated. Right. Maybe they were a little bit up in age or just had yeah, gotten out yeah. of the hospital and, uh, and they're, Arizona. yeah. And they get crossways and go down underneath the ledge or out of sight a little bit and they're in trouble. Hey, let me tell you the other news, the weird, I got to get in here. All right. It's, it's absolutely, um, from me, for me, obviously it's going to be, uh, it's one of those crazy stories. A professional angler <laughs> is out nearly, uh, and this is interesting that they, they use that term. So it's an offshore angler, right? You know, that big tuna and mm -hmm. sailfish and all that. So an angler is out nearly $200,000 in prize money from Rhode I from a Rhode Island fishing tournament because officials don't believe his nearly 200-pound catch was above board. Nah, but uh, Edward Palner, 58, and his captain, uh, Rudolph Bonacelli, failed Bonacelli. a Bonacelli, uh, failed a lie detector test administered by... Oh. It, by attorney officials the fisherman's defense they were too drunk to pass it <laughs> paulner says the test was unfair and invalid because he and his buddy were drinking like a fish in celebration of the giant tuna they had caught uh he is now suing the competition host tri-state tournaments claiming it was wrongly administered uh uh it was wrong to administer the polygraph as soon as they returned to the dock. It seems to me that's when you administer it. Uh, hello. That's exactly. And it probably says in the, all the register. No, I was just going to say rules allow rules, allow seven days for the test to be administered. Uh, uh such tests are given. Such tests are given after fishing tournaments to ensure winners have followed the rules. So anyway, I just find it interesting. You don't see it uh, very often where uh, if something like this happens, the accused comes back and sues the tournament organization. But there had to be I, a reason, if you think about it, why they jumped on it and made him do it right away. They, well, they, that, someone must have... Drop the dime on it. Oh, they're just trying to get it all wrapped up and done. And... Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily the deal. Did you I don't mean, think? Because you really can't. You can't say, okay, this is the absolute official winner. And I, how many bass tournaments? I've been to a thousand bass tournaments, and they do it at the weigh-in. It's like, okay, we're getting everything done. We'll be. We'll announce the winner here in a minute. 
and they got guys doing lie detector tests and all kinds of stuff. Hey, one way you can experience the value of community banking where local matters, you can go see our friends at Keystone Bank. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs where Keystone Bank, found by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. We always go the extra mile to help our neighbors and reach their financial goals through authentic connections and exceptional service. And it's true. Go see our friends at Keystone Bank. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our local locations in person, 11500 B Caves Road uh, in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown, 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or go visit their website, keystone.bank, for all of the information. Ah, all right, fellas, we're going to take a break. On the flip side, uh, I don't even know what we have coming up. I can't keep up. So, Game Warden we'll Field talk Notes. A- oh, Game Warden. Oh, this is a good one, too. All right, you get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. DJ Graney in the house. I'm in and out of the house. Uh, just coming off an elk hunt. And uh, so excuse my discombobulation, but I do want to make sure you don't forget. No, no. You're a segment early. You're a segment early. We still oh. got to wrap up this hour. That's don't, right. Don't, don't jump ahead of yourself. <laughs> I want to bring I want to bring to you and mention our friends at uh, Parts View. Ah, oh. our our newest uh, our newest and I'm I'm trying to trying to bring it up here, but our newest uh, uh, supporter and you know the, what of the I, show. I wish that uh, for my tractor and stuff. I, I wish there that Parts View and. And I, I don't think they do, but no. if they do, man, if they don't, if they did tractors and stuff <laughs> and you could put in their oil change and the model number and they just send you a box like they do for you guys and your boats, I would so do that, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have a boat. So, <laughs> well, you don't have a boat. You're the one of the rare ones that don't in this world. Well, I'm one, because... of the, one of you guys. That done the only one of you guys that done both of you guys have used them i know you're the rare you're the you're the odd one out hey partsview.com it's an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs man they are absolutely the place to go if you're looking to service your boat or any parts or pieces they've got all of the brands over two hundred thousand products at partsview.com i've used them i used them before they were a sponsor of the show obviously is how i 
figured out even where they were. I was looking for a service maintenance kit to do all the service on my boat myself. And they had it in one beautifully packaged system right there. You punch in what you got, they send you what you need. And, uh, and then they've got videos and stuff online. You can follow along, get tips on how to do it all right there. Partsview.com. Go see our friends over there at Partsview. Prides itself on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Partsview.com. And, uh, and by the way, they have... 4.7 out of five stars on their reviews. Which is actually unheard of because people typically. It's because it's parts and it's boaters. <laughs> well, no, it's, you don't, it's unheard of because people don't go online to tell you how great their experience is very often. Ordering. They go there to complain, right? So anyway, hey, now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. We mentioned this uh, about this story earlier in the year when the story first came out and Game Warden's busted... Uh, Busted these folks for having, I don't know, hundreds of pounds of shark fins that they were selling illegally on the market. Um, a report obtained by uh, San Antonio in, uh, KSAT investigates has finally revealed the name of the San Antonio establishment at the center of the Texas Game Warden's shark Thin investigation last spring as Broadway staple Vans Restaurant. I think it's important to call them out, you know, if you're doing something illegal and sickening as purchasing <laughs> and moving shark fins. Uh, in April, Texas Game Warden announced they had seized 381 whole shark fins and 229.2 pounds <laughs> of frozen shark fins during a routine inspection of a local restaurant Oops. but they refused to name the restaurant uh, it's come out now that it's van's restaurant it serves vietnamese and chinese cuisines for uh decades from its location it doesn't it doesn't sound like a like a oriental restaurant to me van's <laughs> it's texanized yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it sounds like it'd be like at the beach and you wear flip-flops when you go there or something well it is at the beach and you can probably wear flip-flops when you go there oh it's in san antonio yeah it's oh yeah, uh, yeah it's on broadway yeah that's right yeah on broadway in san antonio okay well i guess you can have call whatever call the restaurant whatever you want i know you can go to um uh joe's bar or joe's grill uh home style grill and you know in uh backwoods oklahoma and you can get chinese food you can get a hamburger you can get liver and onions i mean they got like 172 things on their menu you can eat anything they'll make it for you 
Well, I, I thought it was interesting that they found it with a canine unit when they were doing a uh, game warden, uh, you know, like a regular investigation. investigation. Yeah. No, I think the game wardens came in there to eat, and their dog <laughs> just was weird. <laughs> and you're like, huh? Hmm. It's digging in the corner, and uh, it digs up a shark pen. All right, hey, we're gonna close this thing out, but uh, oh man, we've got a whole nother hour. If you'll just stick around, hang let's out with us. About, let's talk about what uh, what hunting season looks like on the flip side. Yeah, it starts next week. You get it only oh, one place. Oh. We'll talk about it. Coming up, it's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at You're an outdoor guy, and you're looking for a way to give back. Aldo Leopold said, I'm glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. Hey folks, it's TJ Graney with Kids Outdoor Zone. If you'd like more information on starting a hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure ministry in your church, or to send a boy to an outdoor adventure camp, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. K-O-Z, no kid left inside.